listening to Marriage Survival Boot Camp. We are not professionals, nor are we counselors. This is really for entertainment purposes only. You may hear graphic details about our lives. Sorry, Sorry Dad. Dad. I will show you things. Wonderful, terrible things. We have such sights to show you. A wife can cook and slave and clean for you all day long. You would never think of saying something pleasant to her. You wouldn't even think of doing a simple little gentlemanly thing like tipping your hat. You might as well get this into your head. It's for men only. So it's final, it's settled, and it's over and done with. In order for real change to happen in any relationship, whether it's a marriage, a friendship, family relationships, there needs to be open dialogue. Hello, everybody. Hello. I guess this is uh, another episode of Marriage Survival Boot Camp. It is indeed. I guess that means we've survived another week of we marriage. <laughs> we have survived another week in we're, the 23 years of marriage. Yeah, we're going on 23 years this May. It's kind of crazy. A little bit. Yep. A little so, bit. So, I'm Damon. And I'm April. Yeah. And we've been married for 23 years. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's the best way to get it started. That really is. But uh, I think t- today we want to talk about uh, jealousy. Oh, well, you know what? Let's go ahead and do the housekeeping first. Oh, yeah, but first. Okay, but so first. you're listening to Marriage Survival Boot Camp on the You Gonna Meow podcast network. Um, mm-hmm. Also, where you can find other great shows like VHS Vengeance um, with Nick and Dave. Um, where they basically riff on um, VHS movies that they see, and uh, they're really both really funny comedians in the lo- in Portland, so it's really good. Um, the Boo Ha Ha with Emily Faye Coleman. Um, she does um, ghost stories that she tells to local comedians, and then they get to riff on it. So yep. other fun stuff with us, and you can find us on all the social media. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. At you. Go- Slash you gonna meow y o u g o n n a m e o w. Yep. And then of course at our website you gonna meow dot com. Yep. So that's how you find us. Yeah. You know we're out there. That's right. You know where we're at. Yeah, you know where we're at. Sorry if I sound kind of flimmy, but I'm getting close to the end of the night. I'm flimmy. Ace of spades. (laughs) No, that's oh sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so we were going to talk about jealousy. Yes. Jealousy. So, so the reason we decided that we would talk about jealousy is I pulled one of those classic uh, wife moments. Now, on the upside, I didn't hold anything against Damon. Right. I, I basically had the whole nightmare that he had cheated on me. And then I woke up and then I was like, okay. It was a dream, and I was okay. But it takes a while. They're so yeah. real sometimes. Yeah, and like, it just hits you right to the core, right? It does. Like, I woke up, and I was just hurt. Like, I mm-hmm. actually had that, like, feeling of being, like, hurt and devastated and yeah. stuff. So it's very hard to wake, you know, if you wake up like that, that can kind of uh, color your entire day. Oh, I'm and sure I hate days like that. And see, what's, what's even weirder is, is I dreamed that you were cheating on me with somebody whom you've never even met. Yeah, just, so I didn't have a chance here. Right, uh, so I mean, there's no reason to hold that. And so bringing that up and talking to Damon, because I texted him this morning and I was like, I woke up and I had a bad dream and you were not here, so, yeah, you know, which is very, very sad. No, oh. yeah, have to work that stupid day job, you know. He's got to keep his, his jet-setting wife, uh, you know, uh, in in her um, weekend trips, I guess. And that's right, in the lifestyle to which she is accustomed. <laughs> 
Well, it just worked out that way. Yeah, it's, it's all good. But anyway, yeah. so, but yeah, we were thinking about it and we were talking about that. I guess it kind of, it rolls in line with jealousy. And I guess jealousy is one of those things that we've never had to deal with. That's, that's what I also think is part of the reason why our relationship works so well. Yeah, it does. And I mean, it's, it, it has, I think it's come up for each of us just once and in a way mm-hmm. that we were able to handle by talking about it yeah and recognized it at the moment that it was happening well yours you didn't no no i had to call you out on yours you had you had to call me out on mine to be fair and i we had to kind of talk through it and realize that it was a stupid thing and there was that i mean it really was stupid literally it was over a tv star you know, it was oh, on yeah. a show, yeah, and she said... And I made some sort of smart-ass, like, oh, heart flutters or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, like that, and I got jealous. It was weird. The only thing I can figure, I mean, because looking back at it now, it's like, why do I, Why would I even care? This is a person right. on TV, you know, they don't know what's going on. They're not going to ever be a part of this. What, what, what does it what matter? What does it matter, yeah. What does it matter? But, you know, I, I guess it was that instantaneous, uh, you know... Uh, uh, caveman male reaction to no no my woman mine it's mine <laughs> not yours my you know, woman my yeah. woman so yeah I, I guess so I that's I don't know it was very saying. strange I was I, I I got very upset by it and then April called me out on it and yeah we had to talk about it and say hey look this is just someone on TV. You yeah, because I can't believe you bit my head off. I, I said, and you I was like, "What? Yeah. Really? Over a TV character? Yeah. Come on!" But that was the one and only time. Once we once we talked through that, that's never happened again. I mean, I I normally I'm pretty rational about that sort of thing. So I guess yeah. I just had to clamp down on the last vestige of caveman thinking. <laughs> well, you know, we we've come a long way too, as far as like how we are cons- uh, how we handle each other. Cause, that's true. I mean. I've always been, well, when we first started dating in high school, you know, there were high school girls who had made comments that they were going to try to take you away from me. And right. I was like, well, go for it. And, you know, that's high school, that's silliness and all that. But right. still, I even then, I kind of understood on a certain level, like, if, if, if he goes with you, he's yours. I don't want him because he's, his heart's not in it for me, obviously. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's kind of like that. Yeah, it's going to hurt my feelings and whatnot, but... Yeah, and, and I like I kind of like that perspective. I like, I like that idea that's saying, you know... I, I guess it goes along with that really well overused saying, you know, if you love it, let it go. Yeah. You know, and, if it, and if it was meant to be, it'll come back to you. Right. But, and, and it is kind of a, you know, saccharine, sweet saying, but... The idea is still the same that why would you want to trap somebody that doesn't want to be there? I know. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know, so if that person wants to be with somebody else, then what are you getting out of holding them? Yeah, and, you're and, just and not letting them go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're torturing yourself. You know, yeah. you're torturing them and you're torturing yourself because you know in your heart they don't want to be there. So did you win really? Yeah. And, and so I don't know. I that for me, yeah, once once somebody has actually cheated i that's it it should be over that's a signal the relationship's over why you know what's to be gained right you know and it's funny yeah because the the thing that i got jealous over the one time i had a really serious jealousy flare-up was in a strip club (laughs) Yeah. yeah of all places i know it was funny because it was at a We'll see. Now, the thing that people don't know is it's the first time Damon ever went to a strip club. He went with 
buddies from college. Yeah. And they were all underage, and they all dressed up to look, quote-unquote, older to get in. Which, well, we, which had, we had to go to a really skeezy uh, <laughs> strip club for that to actually work. You know, one of those where they really don't care. And, I mean, this was uh, over 20 years ago, too. Right. So I don't even know if they have, if anybody would be that way anymore. Cause no, they could, they're probably Because they could lose, lose their liquor license. I mean, they could care less whether you're looking at tits or not, but they don't want to lose their liquor license. Exactly. That's the, that's the prize. That's where the money's at, yeah. yeah. So it's it was uh, one of those cases where the first time, and then I was like, well, I can't believe you. You, you came to me and were really upset with yourself. Like You right. felt like you had lied to me and all this other stuff. And I was like, well... <laughs> You know, I'm upset that you went and didn't tell me you went, but I don't care. I'm actually more upset that you didn't invite me to go with you. Yeah, which I was shocked at. I didn't understand that that was even a thing. It's like, right. what? You can bring a, a woman to, with you to a strip club? Yeah. I mean, again, this was 20 years ago, and it, I, I don't know, and also in Georgia, and also I was, you know, naive, and so there's a lot of factors here at play, and I just I couldn't conceive of that concept. And it's like, yeah. oh, that's a whole new world then. Yeah, and I couldn't understand why it was a big deal. Um, but eventually, we did end up going to a strip club together. Yes. And then when we went to the strip club together, yeah. um, I paid for I paid for a lap dance. Yeah. Like, I picked out this girl with gigantic knockers, and she proceeded to knock them all over your face. Yeah, and if, she was paid to do. Yeah, and I guess I, I wasn't expecting it to be that up close and personal. I think <laughs> yeah. was the problem. Once I got over, you know, once I understood the process, I, I realized I had stepped into something a bit thicker than I expected. Yeah, <laughs> the lap dance wasn't as, uh, you didn't realize there was as close contact as there was yeah, yeah. For, for that. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I guess, you know, all I could say, there people would say, well, it's called a lap dance. Well, yeah, I get it. I fucked <laughs> up. I totally was missing the whole point, I guess. Yeah, but, but it did take a little while for you to calm down. But you, yeah. you also recognize it, too. So yeah. kudos to you. In that case, I didn't really have to talk you down so much as you just need the time to process it yeah. and realize what had happened. Yeah, because you, you did look like a deer, in re, a deer in headlights when I told you I was angry, but I yeah. wasn't angry at you. And you were, right. you were confused because you were like, I don't know who you're angry. Yeah, and I'm like, I was more angry with myself because yeah. I was like, <laughs> you you let something happen that you actually weren't comfortable with, right? And I had control of the situation. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have a drink of my drink now. Yeah. You can talk while. Goop, goop, goop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and so that's really the extent of our 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 our, our jealousy incidences. Everything else has been sort of. You know, we we come to an understanding of we can do things and say things like you. You tend to you in public. You tend to be very charming towards people and even flirty with them, especially if they start t trending towards that way. You'll they'll flirt. You'll flirt right back. Yeah. And it doesn't bother me because I know you're not trying to get anywhere with that flirting. It's just playful fun. So right. it's not. There's nothing for me to be jealous at. I don't worry about it. Now, that doesn't mean I'm a swinger. That doesn't mean I want to see you with another man or another woman. It just means that social interaction doesn't add up to anything. So why get, you know, why get worked up about it? Yeah, and I guess this brings up the point of Hito, too. I yeah. mean, because we had a lot of people... Um, like your dad being one of them who mm -hmm. thought that meant that because we went to on vacation in Jamaica to this place called hedonism, that that instantly meant we were swingers. Now we did go on the week where there were swingers. Where there was a swingers convention going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this was a uh, if you hadn't heard of this before, hedonism is a is a nudist resort 
in Jamaica. So, and they have a prude section, but they have a a, a nude section as well. And most everybody hung out in the nude section. So we right. we did. We had gone with uh, some friends, uh, some people that we knew uh, who all listened to the same radio station because they had a special deal going on. Right. So we went and we eventually found ourselves in the nude section and wound up being naked for, you know, five days straight, naked and drunk, essentially. Naked and drunk, yeah. yeah. And but, nothing happened. And I nothing mean, happened, you know. I, I mean, there was, April, I mean, there was some debaucherous shit that went on. I mean, it's not stuff you would sit and tell, like, at the right. Thanksgiving dinner table. I mean, yeah. I would, but that's me. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Like, but there was never a case where we were fooling around with other couples or right. other singles. Uh, for yeah, that everything matter. we did, we did together. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, it was interesting, too. Like, hedonism is like, during the daytime, most people are laying around just kind of chilling on, on the on the pool, having mm-hmm. drinks, that sort of thing, doing excursions and all that. But, man, when the sun goes down, yeah. the debauchery just yeah. is out of this world. Yeah, it's Do something. You were, there was one night, every night they have, like, a like a themed party at, like, a little discotheque they have right. on the property. And we were at Hedonism 3. There's right. uh, there's actually three of them. I think Hedonism 1 is gone. Hedonism right, right. 2 ex- still exists. And then there's Hedonism 3. And I'm sure Hedonism 3 is probably... It's got to be on the on its way out. It was kind of yeah. crummy when we were there. But, yeah. And that was 12, 15 years ago. So, um, But, yeah, they had this, like, they had a themed party every night. And it was like, you know, they had a toga party night. And they had a leather and lace night. Yep. They had a, uh, God, they had all kinds of things. There was one night where we ended up following these three dudes with this one girl out of the discotheque. And, like, I wanted to make sure that she was going where she was supposed to be going and not going to get gangbanged by three dudes. But right. it actually turned out to be, like, her boyfriend and then two buddies, and they were yeah. getting hurt. So that worked out. But, yeah. uh, you know, but we were kind of concerned. Yeah, you know, well, you had time. to know. You had to figure out. Yeah, and we didn't know what kind of thing. I mean, there were there were women and stuff that, and, and men who came to Hedonism 3 completely alone with the pure intention of just banging whoever they Because it was all the drinks and all the food you wanted. Right, like, yeah. It's an all-inclusive yeah. resort. You paid one price before you went, and so once you got there... You could just leave your wallet behind because you're never going to use it while you're there. Right, and here and here's a little and here's a little trick out there for those folks who um, maybe have children and are like, well, I would never be able to go to something like that, or um, I wouldn't want to spend a full week in a, in an environment like that. Um, if you like the sandals stuff sandals resorts are owned by the same company so you can go onto a sandals resort with your kids and then like they have those babysitting services so like in the evening on a saturday night you can have the babysitting service watch your kid at sandals and you could cross the beach over to hedonism three yeah, and hang out for the a, parties they, they had, had like little, little wristbands yeah and, stuff. and yep. they would just come on and you get a basically a pass a one-day pass to just come over and participate in the debauchery and then go back to sandals and be all family again. all family again the next yeah, like morning nothing ever happened go snorkeling with the kids yeah <laughs> mom and dad so innocent so yeah we were um there was a lot of things that happened there we had a couple of people that um we had one couple that propositioned us and we yeah. had to say thank you but no thank you right um there was the incident where the dude walked up behind me in the because the we we sat at the swim up pool the whole time and there's seats underneath it and and you just sit naked in this in this like heavily chlorinated water 
And um, I had just started getting my tattoos. And anybody who knows me, I have almost a full, complete back tattoo. Both arms are completely covered, and I'm starting the front soon. And I need to finish the back. Um, But anyway, I was just starting to get back tattoos, and I had two gigantic shoulder tattoos. And it was just kind of unusual for women women to have tattoos like that at the time. Mm -hmm. And um, this guy just walks up behind me in the water, and he pushed on my shoulders. He pushed my shoulders forward because he was trying to get me to kind of spread my shoulders so I could see all the tattoo. And my legs just went up behind me, which I just floated up into... His crotch. <laughs> yeah, basically in this weird kind of like doggy style position. And Almost. Yeah, it was very yeah. strange. Like, and you just, it's hard to get away from somebody yeah. like that. Like your legs have no purchase because you're in water and you have nothing you could. Because if I'd have grabbed forward, there's nowhere for me to swim because I would have just crawled over the top of the bar. But I was getting ready to crawl over the top of the bar. It yeah. was a weird situation. It was. But, uh, luckily but no this, jealousy. But no, no jealousy. Yeah. This guy didn't actually even try anything. He was just literally looking at your tattoos. And yeah. then he moved on. And so life was good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can't ever think of... I mean, I've had people hit on me in front of you. I've had women hit on you in front of me. Yeah. I've had women give me the he deserves far much better than you type of <laughs> breakdown uh in front of, of you know and yeah. i'm just like uh you know well if you think you got it go for it yeah. you know it's all yours so been been propositioned by a person who wanted to get through you to, to me you, yeah that was probably <laughs> which, which the best was, one yeah that's that was really great i actually and i've told this joke on stage but it's not a joke uh damon had a friend who pulled me aside and told me that he would fuck me if he had to. And boy, does he know how to woo a girl. Yeah. Um, in order to sleep with my husband. Yeah. And What a proposition. Yeah. And I, because, and his exact words were is, quote, he worships you. Ugh. And it was, end quote, and it was said in a very deta- distasteful manner yeah, and i'm like dare i i know and i'm like S- you're pissed off that he just he doesn't want to get his dick sucked by you oh uh, you know yeah well, poor guy i know it's terrible it's terrible but whatever yeah why, do you, no why do you keep me all to yourself you're so I know, selfish. I'm so selfish i should share you God. with your friends i know I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird situation. I've had other family members get married and then their spouses accuse us of being swingers just because of how kind of loose. I guess loose. It's not really loose, though. It's 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 a recognition that we we can go out and have fun and interact with people and that the line for us is, you know, a line of actually doing something with some somebody else that we would normally reserve only for each other. Right. And I that, guess. Yeah, yeah. That's, and so, like I said, flirting is usually that line, you know, going to either be naked or see other naked people is not a line that we're worried about, you know? Yeah. It, you know what? And Sherry said that you must have a problem with your neck because, right. um, the whole time we were in Vegas, I was just in Vegas with my sister. Every time I saw somebody with a humongous rack walk by, I would go, Jesus Christ titties. And then Sherry would turn her head real quick to uh-huh. see. And, uh, and she goes, Damon must have, he, he, she goes, you notice titties more, I think than Damon does. Yeah. I was like, well, cause he's so single minded. Like right. Damon is one of those people. It's like, he just, he goes, but I know he enjoys titties. So right. if I and see a, good set of titties i'm like hey titties yeah yeah it's not like i don't want to see them it's just like <laughs> my mind is elsewhere 
I wish my titty radar was that good that I would just whip around anytime any any pair were near. But you know. <laughs> well, then your neck would you your head I, would just be on a swivel. Yeah, I just rotate. You know, <laughs> bloop, 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 to titty radar. The titty radar. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've just I. It's a weird situation as far as jealousy is concerned. It's just never really been there. When we were in Vegas, we were sitting at a at a blackjack table at my favorite hotel. And yeah. here's some here's a recommendation from April. If you ever want to go to Vegas and you just want to just chill out and like be scummy, um, and I'm not saying this about the hotel. It's just that it's so smoke filled. It just makes you feel scummy. Uh, is the El Cortez? It's on Fremont at the end, just before everything ends. It's Bugsy Siegel's old ho- old hotel, and they have the they have a single deck uh, dollar or five dollar a hand blackjack, which is an amazingly cheap blackjack. Yeah, that's about as, that's as cheap as you're ever going to get in Vegas. And you're, the best odds. Yeah, those are the best odds you ever get. Because I wouldn't play. I won't play blackjack with a shoe like an eight or ten. 10 deck shoe there's just no way um but anyway so we were sitting there playing and there was a table across from us that was full of men my table was like three cousins who were there visiting for some reason and me and sherry and then the other table across from us was these like all these white jock type dudes like and uh one guy was standing there watching had a cigar in his mouth and i watched him pull it out i just happened to look up at the moment and he goes well you know i'm a shower not a grower and i couldn't help myself i'm just off the bat i was like i've heard that before i screamed it across the room yeah dude the it's one of those moments when you like i everybody knows i've started doing comedy and trying to do open mics and stuff get an entire room to laugh like that is it's a beautiful thing you're like i'm doing it right if i can make the entire room laugh like that unexpectedly and of course then the can of uh, can of corn jokes started and all that so and of course the you don't have to hit the back if you can hit the sides Mm -hmm. jokes and all that and so i was going toe to toe with all these gentlemen telling some pretty raunchy jokes across a a, a public space Yeah. Oh, and they were loving it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, if if you had been there, you would have been laughing. If oh, my absolutely. Sister's, if my sister's husband would have been there, he would have been pissed. Yeah. He would have been pissed. He would have gotten into one of those positions where if one of those men had said something off color to me, which, because I'm a married woman, to him, anything they say to me is going to be off color. Right. He would have attacked. And yeah. there's no reason for that. I'm the one that started the game. And it's, it's a game. That's it's right. Just, it's fun. It's, it's just fun. It's fun social interaction that's that's all it is that's and that's that's the critical point there is 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 to recognize that and not not get wound up about it i I think it's hard for a lot of people to deal with their own insecurities and that's where a lot of the jealousy comes from is you know you're worried about hey am i am i doing enough to keep this person you know Mm -hmm. they is am i are they am i everything that they need or and you know is there something that they need that i'm not doing and then you know, as soon as there's even a hint that they might be looking elsewhere, you get all paranoid and, you know, you you go kind of on the attack defensive, you know, like just squash down any possibility of the other person finding someone better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, it's, it's worked out for us over this time. It's always amazed me. I've been around women who are super, super jealous. Um, with their boyfriends and their husbands and stuff and it's always amazed me and and to be around boyfriends and stuff because i used i dated a guy before i dated you who had made a comment he was he was a little bit older than me and (laughs) he uh made a comment that he wanted to become a stripper 
in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then he got mad at me because I didn't get upset. Yeah, he wanted you to He be wanted jealous. me to get, up jeal- get upset and be jealous that he was going to be taking his clothes off in front of other women. And I was, I was kind of like, wait a minute, you take me shopping on the regular? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, so people will be putting money in your pants and you'll be spending that money on me? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, so what do I have to be upset about? Yeah, sounds like it works out for you. <laughs> But you want me to be upset that women are oogling your body? Well, I mean, would I be dating you if you were, you know, job of the hut? Probably not. I mean, I'm not trying to say anything about body shapes and sizes or anything like that. But this guy was in shape to be able to strip. Right. So, like, and if you're wondering why I hung out with that dude, well, he had a six pack and he was, he looked like a dude that could strip. So, there's your answer. I mean... And I guess he, and for whatever reason, he wanted me to be jealous. I guess yeah. being a good looking dude was just one of those things where it was like he needed that, that validation. And yeah. I just, I never gave it. I mm. I was just like, whatever. I mean, yeah, you're good looking. Is that what you want to hear? And then I would get screamed at for that. Right. I don't know. What's Couldn't your win, really. No, you can't. And, and jealousy is one of those things that you just can't win with. It's irrational. It uh, That's the thing I have found dealing with friends and people who ask me about jealousy is jealousy is irrational and you got to figure out, I don't, and I, I honestly personally believe jealousy has nothing to do with like the action or the moment that you're having the feeling. It's, it's something else is underlying all that. Yeah. There's a, there's a deeper insecurity, a deeper problem. Yeah, I, I would agree with that's that. That's underlying all that. And yeah. so you got to figure that out. Yeah. So. Figure that and, and iron it out. Cause I mean, it's not fair to penalize the other person with your insecurities and issues, you know, yeah. not, I mean, it's one thing to share it with them so that they can help you, but it's another thing to just dump it on them. That's not right. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'll tell you, just thinking back about, like, things I've experienced with other people, um, when I used to work in a beauty salon, yeah. and I remember hairdressers and customers alike talking about uh, skimming through their husbands and boyfriends' cell phone pay- records just, just to see who calls them and yeah. who they text. And then I remember one time I was sitting there. I guess I was. I, I tend to be pretty vocal with my face, um, and I uh, made a comment that I've, uh, or I, I did make a comment. I think I was just shaking my head, and I got that. Well, what do you do when you want to know who your husband's been talking to? I'll ask. I'm like, I just ask him, and they're like, you don't look through his phone. What do you do if you want to look through his phone? And I was like. I, I, I pick it up and open it. I was like, I generally don't go into it though, unless I'm looking for something, you know, like something specific. And I was like, right. And there's very rarely a cause for that because I have my own phone. So I've got my own calculator and yeah. own f- notebooks. And, and you're that. not yeah. looking for secrets because there aren't any. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you have the passwords to everything. So mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's a weird, it's a weird situation. I, you know, the, I guess, and, and then later when people found out that like you work for a um, security software company and they make you really lock down, do that double authentication stuff right. with your, with your phone. They're like, well, what ha- you know, what about now? And now your husband has to keep his phone locked from you. I'm like, I've, I've asked him for stuff before and he's like, I'm like, can I use your camera? He unlocks it and just hands it to me because yeah. he has nothing to hide. It's like, I don't understand what everybody's problem is. I've yeah. never, I've never scoured a bill and I've never understood that. Like I said, I think there's, it's got to be, it's, it's based off insecurities and other issues. It yeah. has to be. Jealousy just is so illogical. It's just illogical. And yeah. that's, that's, I guess that's the only thing I can really say about it. Yeah, and it's weird. It, it I, I Sometimes I feel like we're, we're almost missing a common thread that seems to be happening with everybody else. Because you'll see those memes where, you know, 
uh, either the man picks up the woman's phone or the woman picks up the man's phone. And, it's and like, the other it, one freaks out. And the other or... one freaks out. And, and, and it's supposed to be funny because everybody understands that situation. It's like, oh, we've all been there. Uh, we haven't. I haven't. I haven't. So I, I don't get it. I'm, and I've never gotten it. And, and when, like I said, when I've had boyfriends and stuff, be jealous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I've I've felt jealousy before, um, and I have, but it's always been in situations that's not relationship related. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I'm jealous of of so, someone's career path or something like that, yeah. but never it's never been a relation. It's always been on things that I feel like I can control. Yeah. I can't control. I guess I can't control how you act. You know what that's I mean? That's right. So that's right. So either you have to be happy with the way I act, or if you're not, then what are you? What and, are you doing here? Yeah, and I guess this is all very strange, considering that I'm so anxiety ridden. Yeah, that but you've never had anxiety about that. I have never. I am. I have. Uh, I have severe depression issues, and I am anxiety ridden. And I have been from day one that Damon has met me, and I've. Yeah, I've never. But that is just something that doesn't get me. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess, well, I will tell you this. I do, I have noticed as far as like friendships and relationships and that sort of thing are concerned. And I, and when I say friendships and relationships, I mean familial relationships too. Um, I'm very quick to uh, cut a relationship if I feel it's going oh, yeah. toxic. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I guess it can be a matter of even, I mean, if, if we're just being truly, truly honest. Uh, I've done that in relationships where I felt I didn't add up enough. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like I broke up the friendship because I was failing at it and I recognized it and it was easier for me to do that than to fix the relationship. Yeah. Well, that happens sometimes. Sometimes you look at it and you say, you know what, honestly, I know I'm not putting a hundred percent into it because I just don't want to. And right. if I don't want to, then what's the point? Right. And I'm torturing myself and I'm torturing mm-hmm. them, you know, and I've been in situations where, um, I've been on the receiving end of that, you yeah. know, and it's, um, it, you know, and then you go, all right, well, obviously you don't care a lot about me. So it's uh, better for me to move out of this situation myself. So, I mean, I guess there's jealousies and that sort of thing in those types of situations. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to end all this. I mean, I feel like we've kind of danced around it. I mean, there's not a whole lot to say because you and I both, like we said, just don't experience it a whole lot. And I don't know how, like I said, I don't know how to tell people not to experience it. Yeah, just quit being jealous. Yeah, how do you do do that? I I I think what you have to end it with is saying it. When you, if you have those jealous feelings, if you feel like you have to look through the other person's phone or you're just really, you know, just, you're just eating you up, what's behind that lock screen? And, you know, examine where that comes from. You know, why do you feel that way? Why, why are you partnering, partnering yourself with somebody where you feel like they've got something to hide? Where's, is that, is that a reflection of the way you think? You, you, you know, because, in some cases, maybe, well, I know I'm hiding something from that person, so they're probably doing the same to me. And in which case, well, why are you hiding something? You know, why, right. why don't you write, uh, you know, what's going on there? So it's, it, if, yeah, if it's not worth your 100%, then why are you doing yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that's where it comes down to is the advice, the uh, overall advice of the episode is look at where those jealousy feelings are coming from. Because for us, they were coming from silly places and we were able to eliminate them. 
But, you know, for other people, maybe it's been going on for a long time and that's just how they deal with people. Maybe they've been burned too many times and so they naturally are suspicious of anyone that they're with. But it's something you have to get over. You're you're never going to have a healthy relationship if you have that that yeah. that jealousy underlying everything because you can never fully trust the other person. Right. And that's definitely something you'll want to talk to a therapist yeah, about. Yeah, you have to have that trust. I mean, or you can have the backup plan we have, which is the good old fashioned murder suicide. And there's murder suicide, but you know what? In the in the words of a great man, if you don't trust the pussy, why are you fucking the pussy? You've been listening. To Marriage Survival Boot Camp on You Gonna Meow Podcast, Podcast Network. Network. Now drop and give me 20.